2: And we're back with another episode of It's Your Business. I'm India Yarbrough, and in this co-hosted episode, Katrine Bridges and I sit down with a small business owner who's helping Topekins and people all over the country for that matter satisfy their snack cravings. You're sure to finish this episode a little bit hungry and a little bit wiser. We hope you enjoy the show. talking today with Angie Anderson, co-owner of Topeka-based Cashmere Popcorn. Cashmere Popcorn has been in business for about eight years and is looking to expand. And Angie's participation in a recent Wheelhouse incubator program may help make such growth a reality. We're excited to talk with her about that program, her business's expansion, and much more. So Angie, welcome to the It's Your Business podcast.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here.
2: We're happy to have you on.
1: It's so great to have you here. Hi, Angie. Hi, Angie. Um, maybe I start with the first question here. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about Kashmir Popcorn came to be, and what led you to open the business?
0: Yeah, so this is it is, it is quite an interesting story. Um, we used to make what is we call our flagship flavor, which is pecan delight. We used to make pecan delight um, and sell it for my husband's Relay for Life cancer team because my husband, my husband has battled cancer since um, about 1999 is when his battle first started with that. So we used to make this amazing pecan delight and sell it to um, our family, mm-hmm. friends, coworkers to raise money for a Relay for Life team. We were on the one in Jefferson County, and so. Um, that being said, as our kids start started to get older, and we were fundraising, um, selling, you know, different items that are shipped from all parts of the country, um, Bill Bill thought it would be really cool to start a popcorn business um, that people could fundraise locally. Um, and have the product made locally and it's more accessible quicker um, you know quicker in quicker out Mm -hmm. type situation so that's kind of why it started Um, he I do have to add this uh, little tidbit that he had um, started back into to chemotherapy in the year 2012-13, um, and our kids were middle school age. And so he actually came up with this idea to um, refocus their um, anxiety on what was going on in our home life, and, and so he kind of used it as a, a distraction mm-hmm. for them. Um, and and he thought if it got to be something bigger and better, then it would always be something if he is, you know, not on this earth any longer, that mm-hmm. it'd be something that he had a part of to give to his kids. Mm-hmm. So long story. Much There's a lot more parts to that, but we had to cut it short, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a very long story.
2: <laughs> Well, that's interesting. It's I know it's it's hard sometimes when you talk to business owners and they have these great backgrounds that are really have all these different pieces to them. And you're trying to yeah, get a couple sentence hours. explanation, I'm, I'm sure. But, um, you know, we'll have to, if anybody's interested in hearing the, the longer story, they just have to reach out to you and yeah, make friends. Yeah, just give me a call and we'll <laughs> go have a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Well um you know obviously as you mentioned your family is is very much in, involved in this business too and um I understand you and your husband kind of co-own um Cashmere Popcorn is yeah, that right um I
0: um pretty much operate the business mm-hmm. he he has a full-time job mm-hmm. um okay. he here in town with Hills Pet Nutrition um so he he comes in on his days off but mm-hmm. the, Cashmere is my five six seven day a week job uh-huh. so but yes um, that's the way it is we both kind of work the company but mm-hmm. I run the business and he definitely has the talents of fixing my equipment you know <laughs> that breaks down uh-huh. and he's he's often right like right now he's there producing popcorn so mm-hmm. he's got a multi role job in yeah. the company
2: well I was I was wondering if you know on the on the topic of family if you could kind of expand on that a little bit obviously um, you're you are uh, your family is, is kind of what this grew out of, right? But, but could you talk about the role that family plays today in Kashmir Popcorn? And, um, you know, I understand you, at least one of your daughters is kind of involved in, in the, the business as well. Uh, you know, how, how does that all come together for you?
0: Um, so when we first started Cashmere Popcorn, like I said, the girls were middle school Mm -hmm. age and, um, (laughs) we started at Farmer's Market. Mm -hmm. So you get up in the morning for Farmer's Market about 4.30 to start to get your product ready and Mm -hmm. get there and get set up. And so, um, I, I just have to tell this funny story. My girls Uh still, they're 22 and 23, still bring up the fact that they never got to just watch cartoons on a Saturday morning. <laughs> uh-huh. So they worked every Saturday morning through their junior high, high school years at, at um, Farmer's Market, which I think was an extreme blessing mm-hmm. only, only because it was, it was a, I was able to teach them work ethic mm-hmm. and, and respect that people are spending their money at our booth or Mm -hmm. what is now our store so
2: i'm sure in um, hindsight
0: they'll be very appreciative i hope so so back to today um as far as their involvement in the business it's not quite what we were had envisioned Mm -hmm. but i'm i'm extremely proud of both of them so through through us being able to teach them work ethic and then working at cashmere at our, you know, retail store, mm-hmm. and and in the production process, and knowing how to um, allocate jobs, and how how what needs to come first, second, third, you know, those skills. I am just so grateful that we were able to give them them those skills or teach them those skills. So. Currently, our 23-year-old, Aaliyah, she works at Stormont Bell Mm -hmm. as a surgery uh, tech, Mm -hmm. um, and she loves that job. She does come in and help when we need it. Um, Of course, Christmas is coming, so... Mm -hmm. We're going to need our children to step in a little bit more
2: than it's a big time of year for you guys. Yeah,
0: last quarter is the biggest, you know. That's 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 huge for mm-hmm. a popcorn shop. So, our youngest, Emily, twenty two, mm-hmm. which you have met, I've met her before. Um, she was working at Cashmere, and I was teaching her the business part of it. Um, and then uh, when COVID hit, she kind of had to go back into the production part of it, mm. and. Due to lack of employees, and she was unable to really get back into, I was wanting to teach her what I do, you know, mm-hmm. the emails and the quotes and the, you know, all, all the, the behind the scenes side stuff, of it. Yeah. Um, so she, she was, we were working back into that, but I mean, she had, was also blessed. Uh she had uh, applied and received a job at Advisors Excel. I'm also looking at having her start to run our social media because that is mm-hmm. something that, number one, I'm not real great at, and number two, I, I just don't have the time for the follow-up. I can make the post, mm-hmm. but then I don't have the time to Respond follow to the up comments on the and post the and make sure yeah. that you know everything's going adequate. And- mm-hmm. So that yeah. that what that, I can see that happening. Um, I think that it's great that they're both at, at different jobs now so <laughs> that they learn how to get uh, along with other people besides <laughs> their family. But also one day they might come back and bring their talents they learned elsewhere back to us. Who knows yeah. what the future will bring.
2: Well, that
1: will be exciting to see, that's for sure. Um, what an exciting and inspiring story. Um so many things that I didn't know. and I'm sure our listeners didn't know about how you get started in the business. It sounds to me like this is a true entrepreneurial journey that you've embarked on with uh, with um you know just starting out uh, to to help um, raise money for um, you know fundraising uh, for your husband's um health and 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 then growing it into a family business and and wearing so many different hats when did you uh know that you had an entrepreneurial bug and and this is the thing for you to do this is the journey you would like to embark on and continue So I have to be extremely honest. I
0: don't have the entrepreneurial bug. I didn't have that. um, I'm an in the box person. I like to go to work for somebody else. And I like to know that my payday Mm -hmm. is Friday. And I like to know where my time is structured. Right. Mm -hmm. I I, that's who I am. That's what I've always done. I love that. It's it's um, safe. It's it's secure, it's stable. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband is always, is actually the one that has always had an entrepreneurial <laughs> bug or monster, <laughs> um, I would call it. So he actually um, pulled me into the entrepreneurship, and I will tell you that uh, through the years it's been a little hard for me to um, know when to start and stop work uh, mm-hmm. because... There is no start stopping point. Really, you're not clocking in and clocking out. So throughout the years, I've Mm -hmm. had to really adjust to. um, That's just what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I figured, you know, they say if you make it, if you can make it five years, you're good to go. Well, I thought if I worked twice as hard, that I could do it. You know, I could be a little rest, a little easy, and breathe a little deeper Mm -hmm. at three years. And what I learned through this whole process is. The five-year mark is not about how hard you work. It's about, it's totally about the experience. It's about what you learn in five years. Um, It's not about how hard you work. And so if you take all those learning uh, experiences and really put them in your memory bank, then it's, it's easy to move forward. What I've also learned about entrepreneurship is um, I know nothing about it. And so <laughs> I'm okay, and I'm very, very open to, to people and say, hey, um, just like when my kids were teenagers, I've never raised a 15-year-old, so you tell me what you think I should do, and then we'll come to a, a you know. It, it, you, can't, you can't say you know something if you've mm-hmm. never been there and done that, right? So um, I've, I've often went off of customers or um, accounts that we have, um, suggestions that they had to mm-hmm. make our company better because I'm, I'm on one side of the counter and they're on the other. Mm-hmm. I want their experience to be amazing so that they come back Um, I'm not one to say that I know everything and I know exactly how it's going to go down. And, you know, we originally started this business just being a fundraiser business and then um, had an opportunity to do a small lease on a retail location over on 10th and Quincy and thought we would do it as a pop-up store Mm -hmm. just for the Christmas season. And then... Once we did that, everybody was like, well, this can't just be a pop-up store. (laughs) So then, you know, we had to open a retail store. And then the retail worked into having wholesale accounts. And so this has went completely a different direction than what I ever intended or what Bill ever intended even. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think if you try to put the brakes on something because that's not what your intention was, then you're kind of drowning yourself in and grow you can't grow Mm -hmm. right because just because you think you know what you want doesn't mean that's what's in the plan Mm -hmm. (laughs) i have learned that (laughs) my plan is not the plan
1: that's so so well put and um you know i i think about it in a way Two, where you say you take it one day at a time, right? You take it one day at a time, one customer at a time. You're responsive, and you build the business from there. And that's why you know it, it becomes this. Um, it 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 becomes something that's almost alive, right? It, it has their own life because you're responding to, you know, what works well for for your customer, what was what works well for your employees, and for for your family, right? And then you create that um based on that reality and not you know just the the five-year plan that you had in mind uh, when you started and and
0: honestly um you know if if you aren't open to being able to admit that you make mistakes Mm -hmm. then that's going to be a tough one too as an entrepreneur because really in our world in our lives um we only learn from like if we do something well It doesn't register in our mind. Mm -hmm. If we do something that um, was a mistake or an accident or... That's where we grow. So if you take those, if you take those mistakes that you make and you grow from them, that's great. It's just like in life, mm-hmm. we don't always remember that. We don't grow from the happy times in life. We seem to grow from from the times, uh, the sad times, mm-hmm. the hard times. That's when we grow as humans. It's the same with a business. Yeah, you know, you you don't necessarily grow when you're when everything's going fine. It's the it's the ebb and flows of it. So mm-hmm. when when you grow is when you're down, down, and you have to figure out how am I going to get back up? Mm-hmm. I'm going to claw my way back up. I got to figure out how to do this, and I got to change some things in our business. So, if an entrepreneur just has to be really ready to drop and roll,
1: <laughs> be flexible, be ready to <laughs> drop adapt. and roll. Angie, I have news for you. You are an entrepreneur, whether you want it or not. <laughs> still kicking and screaming. You can
2: ask my husband. I still kick and scream. <laughs> That's great. And I mean, th- those are some true words of wisdom right there. I feel like, I mean, just just that, that mentality of, of being able to um, stay on your feet and, and kind of flow with the process right yeah. and, and see where it takes you I think that's um, yeah. really important and I, I really like the, the way you you put that as well well
0: if you don't if you don't and I think this is just something I want to express if you don't as a person you're going to let it destroy you mm-hmm. and so no business is worth destroying you know someone's value about their self mm-hmm. they just need to be aware that it's going to happen and and up and roll,
2: yeah. Let's be be <laughs> ready for some roadblocks. Yeah. Well, you mentioned uh, a second ago, of course, your your customers, and and you also uh, near the beginning of the the show, you uh, talked about one of your first flavors that you guys uh, offered, and um, obviously it, that flavor selection has grown a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm on your website now, and you've got uh, you know cinnamon toast, peanut butter. You've got spicy chili cheese. You got caramel peanut pecan delight, which you mentioned. Um, so so many different flavors here um which i think is is really cool and um you know obviously people can can get those in a variety of ways you guys have several different uh you know avenues to, to sell your popcorn you've got the downtown shop at, at 728 south kansas and uh, people can also find your products online at dot uh, Um and then i understand you guys you know also sell in some other businesses and, and stores and um, obviously you may not be able to mention every single store you <laughs> you you sell in but can you give us maybe a better idea of, of a few places where um, you guys do have product on the shelf
0: yeah, so um, interesting enough, as I've talked about the the growth of the business, the wholesale accounts is, is not something that we ever kind of thought was going to be the largest part of our business. But what had happened during COVID is the retail sales, the walk-in traffic went zero. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very devastating. It was, you know, we all were out, the whole country, yeah. of, the whole country struggling as a small business or even large businesses, Mm it just was been a hard time. So what happened was our wholesale account started to grow at that time. Um, Not sure completely why, but it did. And it was an extreme blessing. So we actually the first I got to tell you, the first wholesale account we ever had was Reese Fruit Farm out on 24 Highway. Mm -hmm. That was our very first wholesale Mm -hmm. account. I mean, that must have been Seven years ago, mm-hmm. six years ago, and just he, when you guys were yeah, started, yeah, <laughs> he was like before we even had a store, he had our popcorn. Uh, okay. So yeah, we're very grateful for Reese Fruit Farm and what they did for us. We have we have a lot of locations in Topeka where we sell our popcorn. We were having a lot of customers ask for easy access. Centrally located in Topeka, Mm -hmm. so what I did was I went to Herman's Mm -hmm. um, Smokehouse and I approached him and I asked him, "Would that be something he would consider doing?" And so he did, Mm -hmm. and that is that has turned out to be one of our um, largest wholesale accounts in in Topeka as far Mm -hmm. as moving our product. I did that specifically for our customers because they were asking, "We need a centrally located." Mm Spot. Well that's near Gauge and Huntoon, yeah. right? So yes, it's, it's smacked exactly. up in the middle of town. So very I'm very grateful that, you know, he agreed to that and it's worked out. Our partnership is really great. We have um we have several other other boutiques. Um Storm Bell sells our popcorn in their in their um, gift, gift shop. shop. Mm-hmm. Um there, there's just a lot of places in Topeka that do mm-hmm. sell it. Um the Red Door sells it. Okay. Um the linen tree sells mm-hmm. it mm-hmm.
2: over in Brookwood shopping
0: yeah center. I know I'm gonna miss some people and I, <laughs> I apologize but mm-hmm. um, I should have had that whole list we do actually sell throughout mm-hmm. the state of Kansas and we actually have had some accounts try it in other states as mm-hmm. well the problem with wholesaling is the cost of shipping mm-hmm. has went up and, and unless you can figure that out and there's just not no figuring shipping out right now in this Mm -hmm. in this time in in our world history so um right now we're just you know focusing on that 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 in turn is the reason we're half we're we're needing to build another facility Mm -hmm. is because we've outgrown the footprint we're in Mm -hmm. not for retail space but for production space so you know, if we're going to continue to up our wholesale game, which is what we need to do to stay afloat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's why we're going to have to build that facility. And I know some people are disappointed that it's not in downtown Topeka, mm-hmm. but there's just not. You know, you can't a build a facility that big. <laughs> big. <I'm> sure, build, <laughs> I'm build, a, build a facility. We we're, we need to get pallets of of product in, mm-hmm. and we, you know, to, and we need to ship pallets of product out. So mm-hmm. that's where we're going with this. Don't worry, we're not going to desert <laughs> downtown Topeka for mm-hmm. quite a long time. So, um, yeah, that's, it's an interesting thing. It's it's hard to leave your current customers and wonder if they're going to follow you. Mm-hmm. But on the same side, in order for us to grow. We we can't stay where we're at. The, the, the facility is just and, yeah. not large enough, and and it gets it gets very difficult in there mm-hmm. at times, at especially the last quarter of the year.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's exciting. You're you're certainly um, well positioned for growth because of demand. So that's 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 always great for a business. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about? Um, how the construction of the new facility is coming along, um, what's next for cashmere popcorn, and uh, at what stage you are with that process. I can tell you
0: what I think today.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Right, We're talking about
0: entrepreneurship again, right? Sure, yeah. I can tell you what I think today. And what happened was we purchased that land and then um, lumber, everything skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. And so there was no way at that point we were going to be able to move forward w- with starting groundbreaking that quickly. Mm-hmm. So what we've done is we backed off a little bit. Um, we do plan. Um, my husband is the gas pedal and I'm the brake. I will tell you that's, that's the honest to <laughs> It's all about truth. balance, right? <laughs> um, so we're, we're having an issue with the 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 size of the building and mm-hmm. and things that are just that's just what it is but we we really plan to have our plans in into the developer um I do see us probably breaking ground if everything goes right in the spring okay and then um you know cuz now we're going into winter and mm-hmm. we definitely don't our focus on the last quarter needs to be our current shop and what we're doing so sure. um not playing on taking mm-hmm. away from that And then I'm thinking that I'm hoping in maybe fall of 2022, the new facility might be close to completion. Mm -hmm. But I still, at that point, would not take away the store in downtown Topeka Mm -hmm. um, for the holidays. So, I I mean, we're going to be in downtown Topeka probably clear through 2022. And then who knows what will happen after that. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, I don't know for sure if we'll keep the store open. I'm hoping to, but, you know. Kind of see just, how the yeah, new production facility goes. And, yeah. Yeah. I can't tell somebody something I don't even know myself.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Well, you've certainly given us all a good lesson <laughs> in, in adapting and, and going with the flow. So that yeah. makes sense. Well, and just so uh, folks have a, a good idea of where that um, facility would be, I'm, I'm referencing an article we wrote back in April <laughs> about you know those plans kind of being on on the horizon, and it's uh, it's just off U.S. 24 Highway and, and near Topeka Boulevard as well. So that's kind of the the area of North Topeka we're looking at, just to give our listeners a good idea of yeah. of, of where you guys may be located in the in the near future. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well. Um, you know, we did want to touch as well on the uh, Wheelhouse Incubator Program, which um, uh, you know I understand you were recently a part of, and and, and that's a, a twelve week a twelve week business development program. Katrine, do you have anything else you want to add about the Wheelhouse Incubator? I know you're you're much more involved uh, with that
1: yeah, so uh, we just ran the will has incubator program this year uh, for the first time in person again after COVID. and um so we we thought the 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 program was really quite successful. As you mentioned, it's a twelve uh, week program, and it's very much uh, depends on um, mentorship relationships that that we um, mm-hmm you know, facilitate with uh, the attendees and, and Angie was one of our star attendees. And uh, so we, we, we'd really love your your feedback on, you know, what kind of an impact that program has had on uh, your business, maybe, you know, made some decisions easier and clearer. Um, but, uh, you know, what is your feedback on the program? How has it impacted um, your growth strategy with Kashmir Popcorn? I think the Wheelhouse program
0: actually was a pretty amazing program. I, I, you know, you're kind of going into it; you're not knowing really what it's going to entail. Mm-hmm. Um, what I can tell you is, I had this grandiose, you know, goal when I first went in, and then by by session two, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that is not going to work." <laughs> that goal had to do with the new production facility, right? So. That was not gonna work with this program i we I had to start much smaller than that mm-hmm. and and I should have anyway, but mm-hmm. that was what was on the top of my brain at that time. So what I did was I went back and I worked with um you know making our wholesale program better. Mm-hmm. That's what my goal was. So it was really an interesting um it, it was an interesting program because it really helped me dissect what parts of that part of our business. You know, because there's so many parts of a business. We have a fundraising part. We have a wholesale part. We have retail part. You know, it's just just all over across the board. Mm -hmm. So I took that one piece and dissected it and was able to really get get it to a point where it's going to – the functionality in our business is going to be better, you know. Mm -hmm. No longer, you know. Now I've got a book with all my wholesale accounts in it with actually a contact number
2: Mm. (laughs) instead
0: of having to look through tickets. Uh (laughs) You know, just simple stuff that you think companies already do, but we don't. Because Mm -hmm. when you're a small business, you're doing so many things that that sometimes – none of them you're doing correctly. Mm -hmm. You're just because you're spread to them. It doesn't mean you can't do them correctly. It just means you don't have the resources or the staff or the time Mm -hmm. to do everything correctly. So it it really let me pull those pieces out and decide what I needed to focus on, um, prioritize just for that one piece. Mm -hmm. So what I can do is now take that. I think another thing I loved about that program was the mentorship that that I received um, because it it provides you um, hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it provides you ideas, um, and, and a lot of times it provides you um, just a sense of not being alone. You're sitting mm-hmm. in a group with a group of people that become they're not just other business owners in Topeka. They become your friends mm-hmm. by the end of the by the end of the um, cohort. So you know it was just a really great program i think they should have you hear me katrine i think you should have reunions <laughs> reunions for the but you know it, it it was a great it was a great program um i needed i needed that focus mm-hmm. because at that time my brain was a little bit going bouncing pong yeah. bouncing back and forth so um yeah i would i would definitely um I would definitely suggest anybody take that program if they have the mm-hmm. if they have the opportunity but I would also suggest that that they really think about their goal okay. that they're going in with it and make it a making it a goal that's obtainable within 60 90 120 days mm-hmm. right because our building was not a goal that was <laughs> obtainable uh-huh. 60 you know even let's say i hope even a few months i hope yeah you know, I hope eighteen months, but mm-hmm. twelve to eighteen months. So yeah,
2: um,
0: yeah, I would definitely suggest it. It was a great program. I enjoyed that the chamber um, had offered that. That's,
1: that's really great to hear because that that was the intention. So uh, the program's only only as good as uh, the impact, the positive impact it makes on your business, right? And uh, and I love the idea of having you know a reunion. And uh, in in my mind, you know, we we should really have almost like an alumni club of the uh, wheelhouse incubator program, because, you know, as you're going through your journey, uh, you may actually be able to um, provide advice to, to other, to other business owners and, and entrepreneurs, um, just sharing some more of that experience that you've gone through. And, uh, you know, for, for, for people not to uh, get too overwhelmed or, um, shy away from creating something that hasn't existed before just because it's unknown, right? So um, I think that's the excitement and also a little bit the uh, the worry that 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 some of us have, um, you know, of creating something new. So providing that 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 network of support, I think is uh, is, is really important for for entrepreneurs. I know it's it's helped me a lot personally, and um, and I. Th- think you know after going through in wheelhouse incubator program the feedback we're getting a lot is you know i've made new friends we connected um and and it was really a, a fruitful relationship with mentors and with my peers in the group um so you know i don't, I don't want to lose that link so yeah. thank you for that suggestion oh
2: absolutely well, and, you know, from an outsider's perspective, so to speak, on, on that particular program, it sounds like um, it will also be very beneficial in that transition to the the production facility eventually. Because, you know, now you're getting, you've got a, a little bit, you've refocused the wholesale side of the, the business, which is, you know, what that production facility is kind of going to focus on. So it sounds like um, that will help help you that transition just yeah, becomes so much easier.
0: Pro- you can use the program for your next goal, mm-hmm. and then you start at the beginning and work your way through it again too. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I think the intention of the program was, not just to do it with one goal and then – but to learn
2: how to tackle those different, yeah. So yeah. to
0: to use to use that program repetitively in your business mm-hmm. as you reach you know each goal. And sometimes yeah. there's a goal that you don't even know is there. Mm-hmm. And until you're really getting into deep into something, you don't know that there's a problem that there even needs to be a goal. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where that that program actually does make you look at it pretty with microscope.
2: Yeah, a that's lot of interesting. Times, so. Well, and uh, I'm curious, too, you know, I, I remember we chatted about this a little bit when we first wrote the story, you know, back in the spring about you guys potentially opening this facility, um, and, and I remember you... you- touched on you know why it was important for you guys to stay in the Topeka area and I was wondering if you could kind of elaborate on that now for our listeners as well I mean uh, you, you could have gone anywhere right you could have gone to Kansas City you could have uh, you know expanded anywhere in Kansas why, why did you guys decide to say no we're going to expand right here in Topeka right here in Shawnee County
0: well I think that the I think that I have to start off by saying that well, it's our hometown mm-hmm. so um, that for sure, you know, as we get closer to retirement age, we think about where could we retire at? Where could we go? What can we do? But in the end, Topeka's our hometown. And so Topeka's where we started, and Topeka's where our first customers were. So we I felt like, even though a lot of our business is outside of Topeka, um, that I felt like we still owed I don't. I, I don't know how to better word to put that, mm-hmm. but kind of owed that to Topeka, right? Mm-hmm. Because so many people in Topeka supported us when we started. I'm just not going to abandon ship.
2: Mm-hmm. You um, wanted to give back to. Yes, yeah, so we had an up opportunity to yeah.
0: open to buy some some property in other other locations that we also do a, a good amount of business in, and, and might even allow us to grow a little quicker. But I really felt like you know this is where we started. This is. What we need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have customers that'll come in from farmers market, and you know you recognize them and you and you greet them. Well, those are the customers that actually started us mm-hmm. with farmers market, and and it wasn't so much from their sales, it it, it was from their encouragement and I'm sure the word of mouth their happiness and. Yeah. and how excited they were that something that tastes this amazing is made, like, in Topeka. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was just a new concept for people. And so I, I just felt like there was just no way we were going to drop and, and run somewhere mm-hmm. else at this time. So yeah. <clears throat> with this building, it looks like we shall be
2: here <laughs> for a while. Well, it's
1: good to hear for Topekans, that's for sure. <laughs> And I'm the first one to admit that your popcorn is absolutely delicious, and uh, it's at least one of my COVID-19 pounds that I put on. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just started a,
0: a a little. Let's get this COVID-19 stuff off today. And I was running around the, the 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 store today, and we happen to be making pecan delight, which is my favorite. And I usually <laughs> always grab a scoop on my way back downstairs and even though I started my little I'll be good from now on so Uh I can get this extra 10 pounds off I still grab my scoop so and it made me happy (laughs) that's all that mattered it made me happy hey sometimes
1: happiness you just have to go for (laughs) yes absolutely keyword is happy absolutely so to end on a little bit of a lighter note uh, we like to ask our guests to tell us what their favorite spot in Topeka is. Do you have one?
0: That is a very interesting question. I I, I think about that. Um, I think about that, and I don't really know how to answer that because I I of course like downtown because that's that's where my store is located. But I also I love Noto. Mm-hmm. Um, I love downtown. I love I love going to. Um, so many areas in Topeka to the little shops and the, and the restaurants there's just too many to name mm-hmm. I guess I I really was trying to figure out where do I spend the most amount of my time besides work okay <laughs> that's evident where do I spend the most amount of my time in Topeka and I, I will have to go back and and say that i was raised in, in north of topeka mm-hmm. and so north topeka kind of is always going to be where i feel comfortable mm-hmm. and where i can have the most fun at mm-hmm. um but all locations are great, you know. Yeah. I have to say downtown is amazing.
2: <laughs> so come on downtown, folks, or to North Topeka, <laughs> or wherever suits your fancy. Um, well, Angie, that about wraps up our conversation today, but I'm wondering if there's anything we forgot to touch on that you want to mention, or, uh, you know, is there any contact information you want to throw out there for folks who may be interested in connecting?
0: Yeah, so um, our store is located at 728 South Kansas Avenue, um it's our phone number is seven eight five 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 four eight eight nine five and you can always reach out to me at angie at cashmere dot com. It's not hard to remember. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, Angie at cashmerepopcorn dot com <laughs> will get directly to me. Mm-hmm. Um so if anybody needs to reach out to me, feel free to do that. I do wanna take the time to once again thank all the customers throughout Topeka. Um, for helping us uh, grow to the point that we have, and hopefully it will continue.
2: Awesome. Well, Angie, thank you so much for being on the show today. Katrine, as always, thanks for co-hosting this podcast. And, uh, you know, it's been a great conversation.
1: Thank you so much, everybody. I really enjoyed this. It was great. What a great conversation today. It certainly was. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you just heard, please like and subscribe. And if you know of any entrepreneur in Topeka that you would like us to highlight on this show, please let us know.
2: To reach us, you can shoot me an email at iYarbro at CJOnline.com or you can find me on Twitter. Hope you'll join us next time.